0: Greetings and welcome to the Palmetto Report. I'm Saisha Latimer, co-hosting with Dr. Nathaniel Frederick. Thank you for joining us today. Today we'll be reviewing the South Carolina NAACP state convention that happened here in Rock Hill, mid-October. The state convention has not been in Rock Hill for over 25 years. We'll discuss the statistics of how many people are registered in South Carolina counties to vote and what impact that leaves. We'll also be talking about gentrification and what it means for Rock Hill and surrounding counties in York County. Gentrification is the process of renovating a district so that it conforms to mid and upper class tastes. The speakers consisted of Reverend Jesse Jackson, Mayor John Gettys, and Ms. Brenda C. Murphy, who is the president of the South Carolina State Conference of NAACP. All of them spoke on different subjects, such as redistricting, racial gerrymandering, election protection, and so much more. Joining us today is Reverend Doreen Bowler, who is the president of the Rock Hill branch of NAACP. Bowler works closely with the city of Rock Hill by being the Neighborhood Empowerment Community Engagement Coordinator and organizing events like Inside Rock Hill and Rolling in Rock Hill. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: So just again, could you give us a quick recap of the state convention?
1: Yes, the convention um, included different uh, workshops that included uh, workshops on election protection, on um, gerrymandering, on the um, importance of being registered and tips on how to get uh, different things you can do to register people to vote.
0: Okay, so you feel like these were the key factors from the event?
1: It was. Our focus was on uh, we vote, we count, we matter. And the focus was on the election a lot, and it was also on uh, the 2020 census.
0: Okay, so what was the highlight of the event to you?
1: Oh, To me, the highlight was uh, seeing Reverend Jesse Jackson, getting a picture with him, of course, and uh, hearing him speak uh, during our uh doing our gala
2: can you speak to uh the state of civil rights in rock hill at this moment
1: um at this moment um i think we are in in rock hill i think we are in a good place it's always room for improvement and it's always room to um to have uh that talk at the table because Some things that we as African-Americans go through are not understood by other ethnic groups. And so it's always good to be able to come together and to just share the things that we are concerned about in order that people can understand and then they can see uh, why. It's better not to say certain things, uh, and it's better not to um, expect certain things that that affect uh, African-Americans.
2: Are there issues specific to uh, African Americans in Rock Hill, rather than in other areas? Like, is, are there specific issues here? I think the most specific issues
1: in mm-hmm. Rock Hill are affordable housing, mm-hmm. and and that has been a that has been a major uh, concern. Uh, it has been addressed uh, somewhat, but it's still a concern for. Uh, in in AACP, as well as other groups in Rock Hill and in New York County.
0: What do you feel like is the first step to making these changes available?
1: Um, I think it's um, educating residents, because we have a lot of people who are renting, and it's crazy what what the uh, cost for rental is and to show them how they can become homeowners, there there are some programs that can assist them with home ownership uh even first time home buyers uh as well as um houses like what uh, H- habitat for humanity of york county build um but some people you know uh, why they uh, don't always um Those types of services, and sometimes they don't, they're not aware of them. So, it's bringing awareness to what is available, it's educating them on how they can become homeowners and where uh, the places that they can go, and it's also um, identifying uh, funding uh, for more affordable housing in York County.
0: What does gentrification mean to you? Uh,
1: To me, it means displacement of uh, low to moderate income families uh, to me it means uh, I've lived in a section of town all my life and then all of a sudden um, uh, property is being purchased and uh, uh, the property is being bought up and I can't even afford to stay there or live there anymore and so to me it means displacement for low to moderate income families
0: right and do you feel like it means the same thing to the community I think it does Greetings and welcome back to the Palmetto Report. I'm Saisha Latimer, co-hosting with Dr. Nathaniel Frederick. Thank you for joining us today. Today we have Reverend Doreen Bowler, president of the Rock Hill branch of NAACP. Bowler works closely with the city of Rock Hill by being the Neighborhood Empowerment Community Engagement Coordinator and organizing events like Inside Rock Hill and Rolling on Rock Hill. Thank you for joining us today.
2: Thank you. An, a, a question about, um, I guess, recruitment. How does the NAACP recruit people as members?
1: Yes. Attend a lot of community events. And so we have a presence uh, at different um, meetings, at different um, events that are in the community. We um, have a, a Facebook page. Uh, we do word of mouth we have, uh, actually, we have reactivated our um, youth council. So we have, you know, children who attend, which, you know, when children are involved in something, parents come out to see what's going on. And so we're able to uh, um, um, to get parents registered as well. Uh, we, when we at different uh, events, different churches, uh, we may be sponsoring different uh, programs, uh, like when we have our... Um, Emancipation Proclamation Program in January, when we have our Founders Day, when we have our Freedom Fund Bank, we always have a table set up for membership. And so we're always announcing and always um, making uh, people aware that we are here and uh, that it's easy to become a member.
2: And how? what about college uh, chapters?
1: Yes, yes. We also work with college chapters. Winthrop, of course, has a college chapter, and we just also uh, help to reactivate the uh, chapter at Clinton College as well.
0: Speaking of involvement, how do you think people not voting affects the county?
1: It takes us back. I mean, I mean we have an opportunity. We have an awesome opportunity that's been afforded to us, and, and it happened on the backs and the shoulders of our four fathers and foremothers, and so we have, we have this uh, responsibility uh, to uh, exercise our rights because we haven't always had a right, and because we have this right, we should exercise that right to, to, um, um, to make sure that we can bring things that we want to see happen. Now, people, a lot of people say, well, there's no need for me to vote, there's no, ain't nothing going to happen, but, but it is, especially locally. I mean, locally, you need to vote. I don't care if you you know somebody running for dog catcher.
2: You need to vote. (laughs) Can can you explain why that is so important? Why would it be so important that someone should vote for the local dog catcher (laughs) versus the president of the United States?
1: Yeah, because it starts at the bottom and goes up to the top. So wherever you're putting people in place that's going to affect who who, go, who gets in place at a higher level here, at a higher level there, high level there. And yeah. by you exercising your right and other people seeing you do that and, and you involve more people, then you have more votes and you're able to put in place individuals that you want to put in place. I mean, it's very easy. People can easily, I've seen times when um, the vote could have easily gone the way people wanted it to but because they didn't go out to vote it didn't happen
2: and I guess you know I would suggest that at the local level um, politics at the local level has more impact on your life Uh, your more direct impact yeah on your
1: life absolutely because you you're there you're, you're in that place, you're in that county, you're in that town, you're in that state. So it does have a, a greater impact on you, and you can have more influence in the way uh, laws uh, are voted on and the way uh, policy is made. Uh, and and really, in order to, to change the system, we have got to begin to vote even on the local level in order to get some things changed there in your town and then in your state, then in your
2: country. So So what would you say to people who, I mean, there's there's sort of two camps, right? Mm -hmm. Within the African-American community community that would say, yes, work in the system to affect change. Mm -hmm. Others say, no, you need to remove yourself from the system to change the system. How do you how do you respond to those two different camps?
1: How how can you affect change in something that you're not involved in?
2: Well, some would say you know the the, the system itself is corrupt. Mm-hmm. So why participate in the system? And if you work outside of the system, y- you can affect change that way, right? Uh, essentially. You know, work for self, advocate for self. So they are those two different camps, and I think that's in some ways where the uh, maybe the criticism, some of the criticism, mm-hmm. has happened at least among some of the youth. Mm-hmm. So how how does the NAACP sort of respond to that these days in in a in a woke environment? Well, I think. What I would say to
1: that is, okay, I live in, in Rock Hill. Uh, I even work for municipal government in Rock Hill. Uh, so I, I can see some things that, that are going on, some things that are happening. I can see what I feel should be changed. I know what resources I need to connect with. In order to, for that change to affect that change, but if I'm outside of that, I may not have uh, a greater opportunity as greater an opportunity as someone who's not who's who's uh, not connected to it.
0: So, as far as the different resources that we have around Rock Hill and York County, where are some places that people can go to get registered to vote?
1: You can go to the Board of Voter Registration. You can go to the library uh you can go to the d m v you can go to um you can contact any sorority because um, they're always uh helping to um, get people registered to vote you can contact the, your local n a a c p branch or uh, you can uh, go online uh you can um have it have it mailed to you so, I mean, there's no excuse these days. And you, it, it may, may, used to be an excuse, you know, I can't get, I can't get the form. But nowadays, you know, with, with, especially with the millennials and with young people, they have instant access to just about everything. So, so.
0: yeah. And also, as far as um, we were discussing earlier, if people have concerns with what's going on in Rock Hill as far as, like, different government issues or things of that nature, what resources or who can they reach out to, to discuss different matters of that sort?
1: All right. You can you can reach out to your city council member. You can reach out to your county council member. You can reach out to your state uh, representative, House of Representatives, to your senator. Uh, to your congressman, uh, to the AACP, uh, th- there are, uh, you know, a lot of places. But I would start with, and I always tell people uh, to start with your uh, representative, your uh, your city council representative. If it involves city, if it involves county, uh, state, you know, uh, who to
0: contact. So. And what was one thing that Jesse Jackson said that stuck out to you?
1: Oh, when he said that we should be in the jails um, having voter registration drives, and when he said that we should even have some type of precinct set up, and, and so my, my brain started going, oh, my God, yes, okay, so let's see how we can do that because they can vote. So uh, that was what really, really stuck out to me about something that we couldn't do to increase voter registration.
0: And once again, we want to thank Reverend Doreen Baller for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today.